Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. Hey, Jace, did I see you drive by my house in a new car? You sure did there, Goober. I waved to you in your front lawn. Nice. I didn't know you were getting a new one. Where did you go, Jason? I went to Sears Imported Autos, and I really wasn't planning on getting a new car. But I went online. I saw a car. I went in there, and Sue, I love Sue, her service was amazing, and it really was one of those examples of customer service makes a difference. And it's not a surprise surprise to me they've been in business for over 55 years serving not one not two not three four lex and dawn four generations of happy customers and now i'm one of them they were named best of the best for mercedes for 2018 and 2019 i mean it is really where as they say quality meets affordability the selection of their certified pre-owned vehicles will help you find like a dream car at the price you want so if you're gonna get a car don or lex sears imported autos Where are they again, Lex? Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. And when you walk into Sears Imported Autos, make sure you say you heard about them from Jace. Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to the final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning for this Friday, March 26, 2021. Hello, buddy. Hello. Hi, buddy. Hello. Hello. Hello, buddy. I'm Jason Matheson, (laughs) along with Alexis Thompson, Don McClain, Mm -hmm. and Kenny. Ew, David. Uh Uh-huh. Coming up at 8.30, we have uh, Forced Movie, the return of Forced Movie Review, Classic Edition. We're going to be reviewing the 1950 classic, Sunset Boulevard. I'm ready for my close-up, Miss Daniels. Um, mm-hmm. How do we yeah, feel about it? Arthur. Uh-huh, it's B. Oh, Arthur. Oh, I'm so curious to see what you guys thought mm-hmm. or think. Yeah, I'm really curious, too. Mm-hmm. I had a movie day uh, yesterday because I did that because, you know, Lex and I wait to the last minute for all the stuff. <laughs> we do. I actually Don't. watched it yesterday, too. Did you? Oh, yeah, good. I okay. did. I did. And I, because I forgot about yeah. it and then i'm like oh this sucks i know <laughs> i mean it just yeah. sucks to have yeah. to do it. something at that yep. specific time that's all yeah. yeah kenny when did you watch it 
right away. Uh, probably oh. Friday afternoon or, or Saturday. I, it was right away. Yeah, I was okay. really excited to watch it. Because mm-hmm. yep. so, this is another one I haven't seen. So yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, didn't know yeah. that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought I had seen it, but boy, I got into it. And it's like, ooh, I do not. Nope, I have never seen this before. Uh-oh. Yeah, well, there's a preview of the fun ahead. Well, I so I watched uh, I watched that one, and then I decided, self, um, uh, I'm going to watch, because I had some time alone. So I was like, uh, self... I'm going to go back and try to give Zack Snyder's 17-hour oh, superhero no. movie, Justice League, another try. I'm going to go oh, back. okay. Because, my talkers, if you don't know, Zack Snyder was the original director of uh, Justice League. He had to bow out because of a family tragedy. Uh, Josh, Joss Whedon came in, basically reshot 75% of the movie, released it didn't get received well. Then Warner Brothers, there was a campaign to to release Zack Snyder's edition. Warner Brothers uh, uh, acquiesced. They gave Zack like a bazillion dollars, and he did his version of it, which is a four-hour superhero movie. Wow. Now, I as I said in my initial conversation about this, I will reveal... That I am not a Zack Snyder fan. I do not like his visuals. He did 300. Um, I don't like that overly CG. Everything is dark. Everything. I, I, I do not like his visuals. He did Man of Steel. Uh, I was very excited for that because I love Superman, but I did not like Man of Steel. Um, just dark and dr- I don't know. I just don't like his vision, and that's fine. It's it's something against the man. Anyway, yeah. I tried okay. again. How far? I tried okay, again. Let's see. Did you eleven minutes? Maybe I I got through maybe now an hour, and then I fast okay. forwarded to the end because the Joker makes an appearance, and he didn't in the original, and I wanted to see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was like an epilogue. My goodness. I don't know what the hell I was watching. I really do not. Uh, that I don't know what was happening. I don't know what was occur- I don't know who was on the I really other than Ben Affleck as Batman, I had no idea what I was watching. Now I do realize that I skipped 3 hours of the movie. <laughs> yeah, but you missed 3 quarters of it. But I should have a basic knowledge of what I was watching, and I did not. I don't. Mm. I, now, I have friends defending it to high heaven, saying that it's fantastic. And I'm a superhero movie kind of guy. Mm. My, I couldn't do it. I had to give up, and I went right back to Knott's Landing. I, I, <laughs> I did an hour. I did. I, I was like, I was missing Abby. I had to go wow. back to Donna Mills. I commend so, you for trying, Jace. I haven't even attempted to. It's just so bloated and so, I mean, my goodness. Four hours, I'm out. You know, I I like the fact that there's more, um, you get more of the backstory with some of the characters, but wow. 
I mean, there is some weird stuff. There's like these chanting monks in one part of it toward the beginning. And I'm like, okay, why are we, why are, yeah, it's not really monks, but they're singing in an Aquaman scene. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? I, I, I felt like I was watching Hello Dolly. I was <laughs> no, waiting for, no. I, was, you know, I, was, I was like, so Hello Dolly. I was waiting for like Barbara Streisand to come down the staircase. And, and I don't know. It was just, a lot of weird crap. A lot. That's oh sophomorically. Let me just. There's just a lot of weird stuff he put in here that I just was like, oh my god, I can't watch this, and I don't think I ever will. I'm done. I gave it two tries, and I'm not going back. Did anybody? I, I'm not even going to bother asking Kenny. Did Don? Did you try your MC? No, I don't know if he has yet. I think he wants to. Okay. Um, I am a huge fan of Joss Whedon, and um, I know that he had some inappropriate stuff that went on during the Me Too movement, and I actually haven't read the article yet, but there was a Vulture Vulture did an article about all the things that he was accused of, Yeah, um, and I haven't read it yet. So There's a I lot might of... change my mind about my love for him because I was a big Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, Firefly is one of my favorite shows ever. Yeah. Um, I love uh, Angel, you know, anything yeah. really. I really just like Joss Whedon. So. Yeah. Um, and then I, if you just said it at the beginning of the segment, I apologize. But I've been feeling stupid for not knowing why Zack Snyder left Justice League. Um, he uh, he lost like, his daughter. Yeah, lo- I just yes. read that his daughter yeah. Autumn died by suicide yeah. while he was filming the movie. Yes, and so he just couldn't do it. He had to be with his family. Oh, I have yeah. I forgot about that since it's been four years. You know. Well, yeah. and then I wasn't done torturing myself, so I went back and watched like the beginning of the Joss Whedon Justice League just mm-hmm. to see. Wow, two very different movies. I mean, uh, uh, it's like watching two totally, totally different movies um, wow. in tone, even in in color. You know, uh, just the look of the film. And uh, you've got mail. Oh, uh, bad dad just tweeted. It's okay, Jason, to be totally wrong. <laughs> okay. I know. I believe me. I have. I have friends that I just had this discussion yeah. with the producer here at Fox that loves Zack Snyder. Thinks this is like an opus, like a superhero opus. Yeah. That is great. I don't like it. I don't like oh. it. I just. It's just too much. I don't, it's, I'm going to yeah. try. You've inspired me to oh, please just do. try. Just try. Oh, please okay. do. For the sake of the show, okay. I really want to see how far and start your clock. Or just when you okay. hit, when you eventually abandon the movie, and you will. <laughs> seeing that, okay. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to tell you, I, I don't have an ounce of doubt in my soul. Like sometimes I'm on the fence about you. Where you know with about you know shows, is she going to yeah. like this? Is yeah. she a movie? There is not an ounce <laughs> of doubt in the bottom basement of my soul that makes me doubt that you will you will abandon ship quicker than Billy Zane in Titanic. You're oh, going to wow. grab a Oh yeah, you're going to grab a random <laughs> okay. kid. You're going to get in a lifeboat. <laughs> <laughs> and your ass is out of there. You're not going to wait for women and children, even though nope. you fit both categories. You have you're a woman and you have a child. But 
You you are <laughs> Bill boat. Girl, you are Molly Brown. You are gonna be on a so you are gonna be off that ship so quickly. And then you're gonna come on the show and you're gonna be like, What the hell was that? Oh, I can't wait. Okay, I will watch it. I'll check it out this weekend. Please do. Okay. You don't you don't have to mark out a lot of time because it won't take you long to hate it. <laughs> Just watch a minute. Okay. All right. You won't even understand. Now, let me, I want to be clear here. I'm not saying you're dumb. I'm just saying you won't. <laughs> you won't. Just let me be clear. You're not let dumb. Me be, yeah. Let me be we'll crystal caring. I might be. Let me be crystal Carrington clear. I'm not calling my friend Alexis dumb. I am just saying the first sequence, you won't even know what the blank is happening. And I oh, almost and, really cussed there. Um, you and probably won't e- not interested in seeing it out, girl. You because you don't even understand. You're like, what is this? And- well, usually, I like a little mystery, you know, figuring it out. But Mm-mm. if you're not even interested in the tease, no. Of it. They come out of the Warner Brothers logo, and you, in the first thing, you're like, <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Can't wait then. As somebody yeah. who likes to be a completionist, <laughs> like I have to know backstories and everything, I would, oh. I, I just, it, it bothers me whenever I haven't watched all 78 mm. movies that leads up to something. And mm-hmm. then I'm just like, I can't unless I mm-hmm. go back and watch the 38 <sighs> movies. You know, well, and, and I, yeah. I don't, and then I get, I'm like, I don't really like this. Well, and why do you think I'm not making the bet with you? Because I know you, and even if you hate it, Don, yeah. you gotta complete it. You you would sit yeah. through yeah. that whole four oh. hour movie. I know Alexis. Yeah, I had no problem. Good job. Hashtag lifeboat. Lifeboat. Yeah. Hashtag She's Molly Brown. Away. I will she roll away. No. She'll be like, she'll see the Warner Brothers logo. She'll see the first sequence and she'll be like, peace. <laughs> peace. Oh, my God. We're talking the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League on HBO oh, I Max. Abandoned, oh, right. I abandoned yesterday so quickly. Yes. After that well. car wash scene, I was like, can't do it. Bye. I don't uh-huh. care if they, the bet's good or they say no. See ya. No, girl, you ain't going to. No. Remember, Warner Brothers logo, first sequence. Peace. <laughs> 817. I've quit. I've quit so many movies that way. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that'll be Lex. No, Mark boy. my word. Yeah. Uh, eight, especially when they start, the monks start singing. You're like, peace. Uh, 817. We got to take a break. We'll be back after this. Hey, ladies, want to go for a test drive? Um, I knew it, Don. Jason's buying us a car. So, do you mind if I ask for one with a moonroof and heated cup holders? Guys, I'm not going to buy you a car. We're going to test drive a new smile. Rude. No, goofball. Your smile is great. But look, if you don't like your smile for whatever reason, Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental can take you for a smile test drive. How does that work? Well, after someone does one of Dr. Amy's... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com.
a legendary virtual smile consults and they start to consider veneers, Dr. Amy can do a 30-minute appointment where she puts on a composite material that will show the patient what their actual new smile could look like. That's some Star Wars stuff right there. Well, that's why I call Dr. Amy the Yoda of dentistry. Contact Dr. Amy and ask her about virtual smile consults and the smile test drive at Hughes-Dental.com. Oh, and don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist, too. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. And follow them on Instagram for the latest promotions. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. We have Elizabeth Reese standing by with the dirt alert before but first Alexis has our final name for our show in our pick your prize contest. Roll it. We have a winner. Winner. Pick a prize. Any prize. I want to hear the name of our winner. Winner. Congratulations, Heather Letterman from Minneapolis. $100. And you're entered to win our Pick Your Prize grand prize. Love it. Congratulations. And we now welcome the one and only Elizabeth Reese to our show with the Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, you guys. Happy Good Friday. Day. Friday, Elizabeth. Friday. Friday, Elizabeth. I like to mm-hmm. alternate, so I like to infuriate half of the team at a time. Uh-huh. Yep. So that I ensure my longevity on this broadcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been going well so far. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> Very interesting situation with Madonna. Madonna is being accused of photoshopping her face yes. onto a fan's body. Did you see this, Dawn? Yes. What? It's so, so there's like this random TikTok girl who notices that one of Madonna's pictures is her body. It's very strange. So the TikTok user is named Amelia Goldie. She's 28 years old. She told BuzzFeed that she thought it was a joke when she first saw the post and didn't take it seriously until she saw it was posted from Madonna's official Instagram account. She said that she tried to reach out to her team, Madonna's team, twice to no response. Um, she said, I would definitely laugh and say I'm flattered, but of course I wish that I was credited. So it is this woman, Amelia Goldie, it's her body. And then Madonna's face is in And it also looks, it doesn't look in proportion. Her head looks bigger than it should. Yes. It's very weird. She's like. On a bed. Okay, now I have and to see she, this. And she, it's like, I mean, the girl is definitely fit and thin. Right. And she has like a skirt on and like a rock t-shirt. Yep, she has like a navy blue and white houndstooth skirt. She's yeah. sitting on a polka dotted bedspread. It's all like a navy blue and white aesthetic. Yeah. And then her hair is very dark and she has, um, you know, bangs, like pretty blunt bangs. Yeah, and then a dark brown bob, and then you just see Madonna's face replaced by this twenty-eight-year-old's face. It's very oh. strange. And oh she posted my it like goodness! It's her. And she posted it like it's her. Madonna posted it like it's her. What? What it wasn't like, doing? hey, here's a fun series. I'm going to put my face on the bodies of my fans. <laughs> it was yeah, like, no, like here I am. I, I know. Um, what? Why? I know. I don't uh, get it. I because let. 
I, I mean, Madonna doesn't need to put no. herself on any. Madonna has a killer body. I just don't get it. I I don't. I think it's very strange. So there it's you go. It's very strange. And it's strange. also very strange doing it. Um, like, it's just weird to put your face on someone's body in, in sort of a misleading way. You know, to not be funny <laughs> yeah. about it. Do like a bobblehead sort of or like a yeah. funny thing. Yes. But it's like a misleading way. It's like you took that person's body and then you took it and you put your face on it and saying this is me it's and that yeah. just, it just seems Didn't very ask. strange so anyway there you go add that to the list of strange things that madonna has done throughout her life i mean life. kenny and i do body swap pictures on saturdays True. but that's yeah. i mean but it's that's consensual it's consensual it's consensual yeah. too yeah. contracts of stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh i've got some baby news on this friday morning emma stone gave birth to her first child uh, last Aww. saturday in the la area we don't know if it's a boy or a girl but she um, is married to Dave McCary, who's a comedian and writer and director. And uh, so this is their first child. So congratulations to them. Congratulations. Awesome. And then Bindi Irwin had her baby. Oh. So the daughter of the late, Crikey. great Steve Irwin. Yes. Welcomed their baby girl, Grace Warrior. Um, and that baby was just oh. born yesterday, which happens to be their first wedding anniversary. Oh. Thank you. Can, wow. we, can we just acknowledge our all of our mortality to think that Bendy is old enough to have a baby? Yeah, I know. And, yeah. and I mean, she's not like old. a. I mean, she's kind of. She's twenty two, but yeah. So that's a young mom, but it still doesn't help. Did you hear about that fifty four year old who gave birth? Jason 57 Jason Matheson. Yes. What? Wait, she fifty seven had baby. 50. I know, and I immediately thought of Alexis because Alexis. I mean, this. I'm not laughing, but Lex was proudly like she's like. Alex kept saying, "I'm a geriatric oh, mom. Yeah. I'm a geriatric I mean, mom. You I'm know, a geriatric." I did it twice. I know, and yeah. poor Lex. Lex was. I was feeling bad for for you, Lex, when you kept saying it. And then when you told me the official definition, I'm like, oh, that's why you're saying it. And then fifty seven year old Lettuce having a baby. Fifty seven, oh and it, and her child. It's not like a yes. It, I, well, so I only saw the Is headline, Jason. I didn't read the whole story. But I, I don't know. We have to look it up because I yeah. do know that she was 57 and I knew that it was her child. Because sometimes you hear about like the grandmother carrying a baby yeah, for right. her daughter yeah. or something. which no. is so Her sweet. baby. Did her she baby. get pregnant naturally? Wow. Guys, this is so many follow-up questions. I only oh, read the God. headline. <laughs> I know, and I brought it up. I apologize. But you mentioned a baby and you mentioned Indy and we mentioned... I know. I just wow. saw that, and I'm like, and let me lead she with. Still with, have eggs that are viable. Wow. Incredible. Go, mama. Yes. I'll lead with love. I, I congratulations. I mean, that's a wow. it's a it's a gift for that lovely lady. But I'm not gonna lie. I was like, ooh, as Alexis would say, cowabunga. I mean, come on. <laughs> okay, so this woman yeah. is. She's a teacher from New Hampshire. She um, is now the oldest woman in the state to give birth. Her name is Barbara Higgins, and. Um, you know, she has another record under her belt. 40 years ago at Concord High School, she became the first female athlete in the state to run a mile in less than five minutes. What a girl. That's wow. Um, But she says, uh, I'm no lie. I'm here sitting at my age thinking I just had a newborn. Yes, I'm scared and I'm anxious, but I'm so um, excited. Her 65 year old husband was there when she gave birth and it's her child. And this is her first baby. Really? Is it? No, I'm not. Oh, it's not. No, no, You guys, this was my, this is a terrible example of me broadcasting. I'm trying to read it. No, I love it. did go to an IFV clinic. IVF. Oh, they did. Congratulations to them. You can watch the lovely Elizabeth today at 3 and Twin Cities Live when we return Forced Movie Reviews.
Forced Movie Reviews. You forced me to do this. This, this, this. Welcome back. Uh, Friday means forced movie reviews. And uh, as you know, the last uh, couple months, we've been doing a pop culture experiment, going through AFI's list of the 100 greatest American movies to see if the four of us consider these movies actual classics or more fundamentally, are they entertaining even though they're distinguished as uh, classics? We've watched Citizen Kane, Singing in the Rain, 2001, The Apartment, Godfather, and this week, Holly Roberts has assigned us the 1950 classic, Sunset Boulevard, which more than a few of us had never seen before. And Actually, let's start there. Who had not seen it at all? Me. Kenny? I had not, I had not seen it either. I Don't. thought I had, but I was wrong when I started watching it. Dawn? I've seen it many, many times. Okay. I had never seen it. So, oh, uh, wow. Yeah, I had never, uh, through all my film, I just had never seen it. I Maybe I missed a class or I have mm-hmm. no idea. Um, well, Dawn, let's. let's that day. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I think it's appropriate. Let's start with you, Dawn. Yeah. We usually save you for last because you're hysterical, but let's start with you. Why don't you, since you've seen it so many times, why don't you carry the load here, too? Give folks that may not have seen it kind of an overview to okay, start with. Sure. Um, so it starts out with a struggling writer in Hollywood. This was made in 1950, and he's down on his luck. He's about to get his car repossessed, and uh, the cops are chasing him because they want to repossess his car he gets a blowout and then he pulls into the driveway of norma desmond this huge mansion that looks like nobody lives there to hide his car Uh, come to find out there is someone that lives there and um, it happens to be an old silent movie star who is still living her life like she is the bee's knees Uh, she (laughs) thinks she's still a big star but she hasn't acted in 20 years she is 50 at this point so since talking pictures came along she hasn't had a career um she wants him to she they start talking she uh talks him into uh rewriting a script for him this salome script and so he ends up living there with her um gosh and then uh, oh gosh it just from there should i say anything else i mean sure yeah <laughs> okay well, so yeah. Yeah. this is a spoiler yeah um segment. yeah so the so then um she thinks this script is great that she's written because she wants to play the main role now salome is um this is a story like from the bible originally and it, it's supposed to be a young girl role she thinks she's going to play this role so she knows uh, Cecil B. DeMille. She used to act or, or be one of his actresses. And so she goes to the studio to try to convince him that she should he should buy the script from her that she wrote along with Joe, this guy. And it's kind of like a big joke. Like everybody's like, oh my God. You know, uh, and it's just that it's really Cecil B. DeMille in the film also. Um, there's like Buster Keaton's in this movie. There's all these old film stars that are in the movie, which is really kind of cool. Um, and it ends tragically. Um, something happens that's terrible and she kind of loses her mind by the end of it. But Gloria Swanson plays Norma Desmond. Um, and I love this film. I think she is brilliant. 
doing all of her silent film, every everything that she does, the way she moves about the room, the way she looks at people and talks is like you're watching a silent film. Very exaggerated um, talk, very exaggerated eyes and, and hand movements. And it's just, it's an interesting story. And I just love her performance so much that I've watched it over and over again. Okay. Um, so- and the only note I made, because I was fully engrossed in it again, is, wow, a nose job is only $300. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> and she's so young when she got it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Norma Desmond, but this other character named Betty. Well, um, right. ladies, continue to be first. Alexis, your thoughts on Sunset Boulevard? I love this film, too. I'll just bottom line it. I wasn't expecting to really like it, but I love how you they tell you the ending, and then they ramp up and tell you how it came up, how that happened. Yeah, you know I, the ending at the beginning. Yeah, and Gloria Swanson, like you said, Don, like Moira Rose-esque. Yes. I mean, she just has the crazy eyes, the exaggerated movements, the over-the-top acting that was pretty fun to watch i'm very happy to be a woman living in the world now back then back then uh, that that reiterated that again for me because uh, mm-hmm. we are redefining age 50 is young um she had been yeah for 20 years just sitting there and um there's a lot of delusion in this film you can probably take the character itself and just really try to figure out what's going on with her um and then at the end with the famous line i didn't know when that would come i was waiting and waiting and then there it was at the very tail end so i really enjoyed it didn't feel long i i liked it the whole way through the whole did you the whole thing like there wasn't wow i mean mean, just as a snapshot of the time you know if i really Mm. think about some of the themes and today you know that a lot of stuff wouldn't fly, you know, the way people are treated. But uh, it felt like a good representation of what happened to someone who, you know, thinks that she's still a star or that times have changed. I also thought about Martin Scorsese as I was watching because he's mm. having a hard time transitioning from film to, like, streaming or giving mm, them any love. Yeah. It kind of felt like it kind of has that feeling, too, of she's just kind of dragging along and not quite getting on board. Okay. Wow. Uh, now, will it yeah, be four? Liked it. Will it be four out of four uh, as far as liking Sunset Boulevard? And what will be we? What will we be assigned next? We're going to continue force movie reviews after the break. Plus, a little uh, uh, today's uh, jump the shark. But first, hey guys, don't forget original content as far as our library of podcast, Deep in the Shadow, Shallow, uh, my podcast with Colin, Two Fairy Godfathers, and Three to Sixes Book Club. You can find all of those shows on the My Talk app or online. When we return, is it four out of four as far as love for Sunset Boulevard? You'll find out after this. Give me one good reason. Jason and Alexis in the morning. We continue with Forced Movie Review, Classic Movie Edition. We're talking about the 1950 classic Sunset Boulevard. You just heard from Dawn and Alexis. Dawn has loved it uh, and has watched it many times. Alexis had never seen it, watched it, loved it, which is, you know, we don't say that a lot with this segment. No. Um, And now it's the dude's turn. Um, I'll go, Kenny, and we'll leave the best to last. We'll leave you. You're the Vanessa Williams. We're saving the best for last. Okay. Um, 
I loved it. I loved it too. Um, Now look, and when I but here's the asterisk: when I say I love it, I love Star Wars. Uh, Meaning, I can watch it over and over. Mm -hmm. I love Harry Potter. I am probably not going to watch this on repeat. um, But I loved it for this segment, and I loved it for Norma Desmond. I I loved it for Gloria Swanson, and my biggest takeaway was there's a sequence, uh, uh, kind of in the middle, back half of the movie, of the movie, which made me go, "Wow." You know, uh, time time crashes uh, on the rocks of, of, of life, but there are some things that are repeated or that never change. And one of them is uh, Hollywood's obsession with youth mm-hmm. and, and the yes. trap and the trap that that puts so many people in. And I thought it was fascinating that even in 1950, that that paradigm that that system was already in place where women were already feeling that way and my goodness we really haven't come that far um mm-hmm. th- because there's a sequence where she is getting buffed and uh and pulled oh, and yeah. shined tucked, up and there's a yes. tucked and she i mean there's a bag overhead that's steaming her head like a, a bag of cauliflower and then she, you know then <laughs> there's a woman younger yeah <laughs> and she has tape on her forehead and and yeah. i'm sitting there and i was just really that i i actually rewound that sequence because yes it's it's outrageous and it's it's elevated the the acting style and she is just obviously very which i loved i loved this performance probably one of my favorite performances in this entire experiment we're doing um i loved her um and then at the end i felt I had a lot. I I felt so bad. Yeah, I I felt so bad for her, and I and I, I and I loved the ending. I thought it was a brilliant ending. And yes, I knew how it was going to end, but I re- but I didn't know how we were going to get there. And it kind yeah. of, and it kind of took me. I went oh, and I rewound that part. I was like oh oh okay, here we are. And um, and that's good. I loved that a movie from 1950 could surprise me, and at the same time, it made me think. And um, I, I lo- and I love Billy Wilder as a director anyway. Um, and right. I this is one of the few where I can say uh, confidently, I know why this is a classic, and I know I now know why it's number 16 on the list of AFI's 100 Greatest Movies. So, yes. Kenny. Throughout the whole movie, I was thinking, I, I was wondering, did Tennessee Williams see this movie and decide he could do a better job when he wrote Sweet Bird of Youth, a 1962 film starring Paul Newman? Mm. Uh, but that was just an aside, uh, that I, and I'm still wondering that to this day. Um, but the opening, you guys say you loved the way it opened with the, uh, the screenwriter face down in the mm-hmm. pool. Cool. I <gasps> hate, hate hate seeing the end of a movie right at the beginning away. Oh, drove yeah, me crazy me because that's what i'm waiting for the entire movie so i'm kind after of that, I'm on like, that one after that i'm like you know what i should just turn this off read the wikipedia page and fake my way through it oh, no. but but i stayed with it and I, I i found kind of the chase scene and all of that to be phony and, and whatnot but then he goes into the mansion of uh glorious uh, norma desmond gloria swanson 
and I see the dead monkey, and I am in. I am in big time. Uh, Norma Desmond, absolutely cray, cray, crazy. And I thought Gloria Swanson was just absolutely brilliant. Yes. And the fact that she didn't win an Oscar for that oh. role is a crime. Uh, and yeah. I love the way she delivered her dialogue, the way she vocalized that, the, the <laughs> yes. over the top talking like I was a silent star, but I could have made the transition to talkies because I am an actor. Uh, and it had this dark uh, film noir feeling to it anytime yes. you were in and around the mansion. But then, like, when you get on the set, uh, um, what was it, the Universals? No, what set? No, Paramount. Paramount said everything's normal, normally lit, and I thought yep. the transition between noir and lighting was brilliant. I thought Nancy Olson, one of the side uh, act characters, actresses, I thought she was absolutely amazing. She did a wonderful job. And William Holden, I usually see him in really tough in it. He's yeah, the, I was just going to say a lot of real people played themselves. Yeah. Had a hopper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, gossip columnist. So I, yeah. I just, I just loved it, and I definitely will be watching it again, probably a couple more times, actually. Well, nice. we all, we're all loving Holly Roberts right now with Sunset Boulevard's uh, choice, but <laughs> will we love her in about thirty seconds? Because she joins us on the phone with next week's assignment. And Holly, I give you the Holly Roberts drum roll. All right, guys, this week. You're going to be watching the OG Disney movie, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh. Yes! Yay! Yes! Oh! Yes! Right, Alexis, and don't even think of saying right. that word because I have my finger on the trigger here. Alexis? Friday! 